<coughs> we, you know, I mean, we, we just, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. One more time. One more time. The Bear Essentials Podcast is sponsored by Kins Lager Brewery, located in Oak Park, Illinois. They're a local lager-focused brewery. The Bear Essentials Podcast listeners will receive a 15% discount on your order by using promo code BEARSPOD. Please visit them at kinslager.com. That's spelled K-I-N-S-L-A-H-G-E-R.com. Welcome to the Bear Essentials. We are Chicago Bears podcast for the fans. On today's show, we break down the Bears' fourth training camp practice and much, much more. Hey, Dub, what's the good word, fam? Everything is all good over here, Prez. How about you, brother? Man, dude, I had a good time, man, hanging out with you today, man. It was good times out there, bruh. Yeah, man, I enjoyed myself, man. <laughs> really did. I'll tell you one thing, audience, man. This, this man, A-Dub, was taking video. He was taking pictures. He was talking to security. He was talking to players. I'm telling you, A-Dub was getting it in today. Hey, man, I was a fan, brother. That's all I can tell you, man. <laughs> and I enjoyed that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, it was definitely good times out there, man, seeing our boys. For you, first time at Hallis Hall, right? That's correct. First time, man. I was like a little kid out there, man. Small <laughs> kid enjoying myself. What did you think about that Walter Payton Center? Man, that is beautiful, brother. It's very large. I like that sign of Walter Payton up there, man, of showing who he is and, you know, his history. The field itself just looked awesome. And I'm telling you, that campus that they have out there, man, at Hallis Hall is amazing, dude. I'm like... It's just so massive that that whole I can't believe they have that much space out there. It's crazy. That is definitely a campus. If you have not seen that, I would entirely encourage you to at least take a look at it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, with that being said, for any of our listeners that are going to be attending any future Bears training camp practices, I wanted to give you guys a quick heads up on some things just because we want to make sure that you guys don't have any issues with, you know, get into the to the practice. So the parking is at Hawthorne Mall, which is in Vernon Hills, and it's in a lot by Macy's. A-Dub put me on to that one. And the Bears, they provide shuttle service to Hallis Hall, so you can't park anywhere near Hallis Hall. Anyone that takes that shuttle, you must wear a mask while you're on that bus. And make sure you sign the waiver to enter Walter Payton uh, Center. That was a thing that A-Dub and I had an issue with uh, while we were on the bus trying to get that waiver signed at the last second. So if you want to save yourself some time, Sign that waiver ahead of time. You can find that waiver via the Bears app under more. You scroll down to the bottom, click waivers, and you're good to go. Absolutely. And what you can do also, you may have to sign in, create you a small account. It takes no more than no more than 30 seconds to create an account on there. So definitely do that. And the one of the part I want to piggyback on what Perez said about the Hawthorne Mall, um, that section 26 is by Macy. So feel free to know, look at the signs, read the signs. The signs are in red and a large pole out there. So you'll be able to see section 26. They will take you right to where the buses are. Yes, sir. And I will tell you this, A-Dub, before we get into just our takeaways and observations from the practice, I just wanted to just give a big shout out to the Bears organization. I thought it was a first class experience from the way that they treated us. Every representative of the team, the volunteers, everyone was good morning, have a good day. Uh, the law enforcement that was there, the security that was there, I, I would tell you it was a first-class experience, and that is the way you treat your fan base. 
Yeah, Perez. I mean, I enjoyed that fact they greeted you. They had a smile on their face. All of them did. They were down to earth. I mean, you can't beat that. Like you said, Perez, it's a very good experience. Everyone was exactly how you want them to be. They treat you exactly how you want to be treated. And I'll tell anyone that, hey, those guys were excellent today. Even our brother Matthew Nagy came over to chop it with us, man. Matthew Nagy, you know, guys, I have been on Matthew Nagy's case for the last year on this show. But I will tell you, Nagy came over. He was asking us what plays we wanted to see out there on the field. We kind of threw some things out there at him. He said, oh, you guys don't want me to run the ball, huh? And I liked that. I was like, oh, okay, Nagy, he got jokes. Okay, son. And then I yelled, like, sneakily, I said, yeah, but make sure you do run that ball this season. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Fred's going to sneak something in there, though. I like Nagy as the person. We can always have different takes on him as as a coach, and I totally get it. But as a man, I mean, Nagy was all for it, man, and um, I really salute that. Dude, I almost didn't recognize him when he walked up, A-Dub, because he didn't have his visor on. Right. So that was like a regular guy. Yeah, he looked like a regular guy. I was like, okay, Nagy, I see you, son. I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> you know, moved up a little notch in my belt here. All right, man. All right. We'll see. Yeah, he did. Right. I'm like, you made you made a dodge a couple of criticisms today, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think Nagy might be, I might, I might give him a two preseason game pass. So he earned himself some bill. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did, man. I gotta give him his props today, no doubt, brother. Yes, sir. One thing though, my observation though was about the crowd. I'm thinking back to Bourbon A training camp before the 2018 season, before the 2019 season, when the Bears had record numbers that were coming to Washington practice. The crowds were electric. The crowds were loud. Today's crowd, and I and I heard from some other people that attended training camp practices earlier in the week, they were saying that the attendance was pretty low, and it was even low to me today. So, A-Dub, I don't know if that's just because the Bears are really limiting the number of people that can come, or that there are people that are accepting tickets and then they just didn't show up. I don't know what it was, but I was surprised about the, the crowd. There was a lot of empty seats out there. Yeah, it was a lot of empty seats out there, Perez. And I can't lean which way or the other on the reason behind it. But you know what? It made it more intimate for people like you and I, right? To have some good dialogue, even good dialogue with the other fans who were there. So it's easy to social distance too if you wanted to. We made the best of it, but you just don't know what may have happened or occurred that caused the limited people to show up. Yeah, but I would just say, listeners, if, if if any of you guys are due planning to attend, if you did get the privilege of being able to go, show up, go. Support the players. They like that energy out there. They feed off of it. It's a good time. I mean, shit, they have fun, interactive games out there. They have a banner for training camp that you can sign. We signed it to Bears Central. So, you know, we left our mark out there. So we definitely would love any of you listeners, if you make it to training camp practice, Sign that banner and send us a picture of it. We'd love to see who uh, gets to attend. Now, I want to give a shout-out to Caleb Johnson. So A-Dub, as I told you guys, he was out there taking videos, taking pictures, talking to the players. So he chopped it up with Caleb Johnson real quick, got him on video, and they chatted. I just wanted to give him a shout-out for taking the time to to stop and talk with A-Dub for a couple seconds. And audience, if you guys don't know who Caleb Johnson is, he's an undrafted free agent from uh, Houston Baptist. And so he's a guy that's going to be fighting to try to stay on his roster, fighting maybe for a um, practice squad spot. But he's the first player from his college to be signed to an NFL team. So big kudos to him and A-Dub. Great job with getting that uh, that content with Caleb, man. Oh, yes, sir, man. Salute to Caleb, man. I'm glad he's came by to, you know, um, walk the field, to say hello, to talk to us. Really enjoy that moment. I'm pulling for him to make the team, Perez. I really do. Hope he makes it, man. A good kid. He's down to earth and he's humble as well. 
very humble. You could tell too, man. And you, and when he was even walking off, you could see that like that's the enthusiasm and that pride. And I love to see that man from the young guys because you know, man, how much football means to him and how much that he's grinding and he's trying to uh, really make the most of his opportunity. So, man, big salute to you, Caleb Johnson, for sure. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, let's get into it, man. So we were at practice today, so we got a lot of observations. Before we get into it, though, Tevin Jenkins missed another practice. So we talked about it on our most recent episode, and we said, hmm, he's missing some valuable reps here, A-Dub. Now, Matt Nagy did say that it remains precautionary, and he said the goal is for Tevin to be ready on Tuesday when the pads come on for Family Fest at Soldier Field. However, they're hoping that he might be able to practice on Monday. In my mind, I don't think that the injury is anything serious, but I really hope that he can get back out there when the pads come on because I really think that that's going to be a really valuable experience for him to get those live reps and those live bullets going up against that defensive line. Yeah, man. I think you're right about that, Perez. I would love to see him out there in those pads, man, because um, I think, like you said, it's going to be some very good experience. Our defense looked very poised. I'll tell you that much, Perez, for what I saw today. And um, they'll give him a good lesson for sure to try to prepare him for the season. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, to that point, that defensive line controlled all those seven on sevens and any of the 11 on 11 work that they did out there. That defensive line showed you that they're going to be a problem all season long, brother, all season long. Absolutely. And those guys play with a chip on their shoulder. Those guys are hungry. Yes, sir. Also, you know, one notable person that wasn't out there in the field today was Jimmy Graham. Matt Nagy basically gave him a load management day. So a little turn from the NBA. So basically <laughs> got him a little veteran day off there. <laughs> well deserved. I give him that praise. He is a vet. Been in the game a long time, man. So I respect that. You know, give him a, give him a break, Nagy. No, no worries there, man. Yep. But I did see him out there. He did join the team when they did the team portion of the practice. So he, I saw him out there. So shout out to you, Jimmy. Enjoy. I hope you enjoyed that day. And I'm sure that all this was is just managing his reps because he's a veteran and that's a long, you know, training camp period there. Absolutely. And the thing is, we miss it. Be with the other guys, get some reps in. So Cole commit out there doing his thing. So, you know. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Dub, when you thought about the whole thing of today, the whole experience, I guess, what was the thing that stood out to you about the experience? What did you enjoy the most out there today? What I enjoy most out there, Perez, is things that they don't talk a lot about, how down to earth the players really are. They're down to earth to the fans. That's one thing for sure. They play their butts off, man. They train hard, as you can see. And those guys do a lot of trash talking, too. I'll tell you that much. I heard a lot from Montgomery out there trash talking, man, even to the coaching staff, man. So those guys do a hell of a lot of talking. Yeah, I heard you uh, had a little something to say to Montgomery, too, today. Oh, yeah, I had to, man. I was like, hey, you going to rush for 2,000 yards this season? He gave me a nice little laugh, though, you know? That's right. And he going to do it, too. <laughs> I hope so, for sure. If Nagy give him the ball, right? <laughs> right, which I hope that seed that I planted in Nagy's head today, I hope that stuck with him because, you know, he ran off. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> I think it stuck with him, though, friends. I think so, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one thing, takeaway-wise, before we really, really dig into this, was the fact that Hakeem Hicks was out there. And I'm telling you one thing, shout out to uh, Cousin Heidi. She's a big Hakeem Hicks fan. And he, Keem Hicks, man, that dude, he looks like he's in incredible shape right now. I don't know what he did this offseason. We know he's in the contract season. This man looks ready for the season already. He looks ready. And I'm telling you, brother, when I saw him and they did that little fumble interception drill, yeah. and Keem Hicks made that grab, I'm like, bro, he is ready for the season right now, right out the gates. 
then Hicks is a man. <laughs> no doubt. You're right, Prez. He looks ready, though, man. No doubt about that, brother. The one other guy I thought out there who looked ready too, Prez, was Eddie Goldman. I was like, welcome back, Eddie. You know, I was watching him do his little drills and practice, man. I said, okay. He looks sharp out there. Talk about those little retirement thoughts that people are bringing up, those rumors out there. Man, that brother looked like he's nowhere near retirement. Hey, you talk about another guy that's in shape. You, I looked at Eddie Goldman, and I'm like, boy, you are, man, he's looking huge out there. He's <laughs> trim. He was quick. I'm like, brother, this defensive line, man, I'm, I'm telling you, audience, I was so impressed by what I saw from them. We were watching them in the individual drills. We were watching them during the team period. That defensive line is ready to go. They were playing with a chip on their shoulders, and those boys are hungry. Yeah, Press, I agree with you 100% there, man. Those guys are ready. Khalil Mack, he looked good, Perez. I'm like, these guys are hungry. I'm not sure what someone told these guys in the offseason about last season, how it went. They coming back, man, stronger and better. Oh, shit, you remember Matt Nagy took a couple shots at them and said they had to be better. So, and you know, <laughs> those, those guys didn't show up for some of them voluntary OTAs. So I think this defense got a little chip on their shoulder, and I think they're going to show their head coach what time it is out there, and I'm here for it. Heck, heck yeah. And they also going to show Coach Desai what the time it is as well because, you know, Coach Desai's about holding people accountable for us that you and I talked about already. And, yeah. hey, look, they looking like they're going to show up for him. I like that. One thing that I wanted to touch on before we get into Desai, because I got something really cool to mention about him that he did today. So you brought up Khalil Mack's name. And I don't know if you saw this during the drill period, but Khalil Mack ended up going into a drill period against his brother, Ladarius. And at first, Khalil was going to try to back out of the drill and now the rest of the teammates, they egged him on like, no, 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 go head up with your brother. <laughs> and they went up against each other three separate times in this drill and Khalil Mack got the best of him and he was letting his brother know about it. So to Adel's point, that trash talk was real out there today and I'm telling you, it was fun to see even Khalil Mack getting a little animated in, in a training camp practice in July. Man, Prince, I love that, man. Nobody's untouchable out here <laughs> and these guys are playing to it, man. Anybody can get it. Khalil Mack is not going to play any games out here. Uh-uh. No, sir. You got brothers. I have a brother. That gets you going, man, because that's that. You you be talking shit to them for the next week about that shit. You're like, remember that drill, though, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you bring it up, man. That's all part of the trash talking, too. That's right. Back to the point with Sean Desai, because you brought him up about holding players accountable. Now, you and I talked about the fact in the last couple of seasons, the takeaways was something that was lacking from this defense. We saw in that 2018 season, that defense was getting takeaways and it was helping the offense. Now, I don't know if you saw this, but Sean Desai has brought out in camp this thing called the takeaway bucket. So it's a blue tub that he brought out onto the practice field today, and it's a celebration they do. So when the defense forces the turnover, he runs that shit out on the field and whoever gets the turnover, they dunk the football. So when Deion Bush picked off Andy Dalton today, I don't know if you saw it, A-Dub, but they ran all the way down the field and they dunked the ball into that bucket. And I like that. That's a great thing that he's going to bring out. And I hope they do that during the regular season. And then the excitement that came with it from the defense, man. They were all together, Prince, screaming, yelling. I mean, they always behind Deion Bush with that, man. And it, it was just awesome to see, Prince. So I hope they continue to do that and keep that. That's a good element, man. It keeps the team together. Those guys riding and dying for each other, man. So I enjoyed that. And you know what the reason why I liked it? Because it reminds that offense. So now the defense, I got one on you, and they're letting you know we got one, right? Right, right. And, and now with the opposing teams, if you do that during the season, I like that too, because now you're reminding that damn opposing offense, hey, we got one on y'all, and we're going to get another one too. 
<laughs> exactly. We ain't playing. Only thing that's going to be fun about it is us getting that turnover. <laughs> that's right. But I will tell you this, man. On that pick that Deion Bush had, that was a hell of a grab. It was impressive. He went up and got that thing. I was looking and I said, damn, man, this is the Deion Bush that we've all been like saying like, hey, this guy might have the potential to be a starter in this league. And it just, it just seems like he doesn't get a lot of opportunities. He gets some opportunities here and there. But he's a guy that I would love to see them get him on the field a little bit more this season. Yeah, Prez, and you and I were talking about him early um, that day as well. We were like, hey, you know, no Bojack today. You know, hey, other guys get the shit to step up, you know, with him being one of those guys, Deion Bush. Guess what? He delivered today, man, with that good defense. And you're right. He went forward, man, and grabbed that ball. So that's kudos to him, man. You're right. He may have an opportunity at some point, Prez, to probably start, man. But the fact is, he can play, man. He got some skills. The one thing I will say, though, when I come down, I think about some takeaways, though, Prez. I was not disappointed, and I know it's going to shock the hell out of you by me saying this, though, man. But Nick Foles, and this opportunity out there, man, he was good. He really was, man. He came out there a little electric. He actually had the offense going faster, the up-tempo, and they let him play his style. I thought that was cool, brother. Well, I hope that was them auditioning him to trade his ass to the Colts. Right. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so listeners, we, we know that Carson Wentz got hurt. He got injured. They said minor surgery may be a possibility. And so the Colts, they're just left with a rookie quarterback taking reps with the first-team offense. So we also know that Frank Reich, the coach of the Colts, has history with, with Nick Foles. So, A.J., right. great point, and I'm glad that he looked good, and I hope that that's beefing up his trade value, and I hope we can get a fifth or sixth-round draft pick for him and get up out of here. Exactly. The fans and I were over there talking like, hey, man, that's an expensive third stream. Let him look good right now so we can trade him. That's a fair point. Now, I will say this now. Because you brought up that point with Nick Foles. I want to talk about the other two quarterbacks. And I thought, okay, so the first practice, we heard Andy Dalton was really good. He was making connections with your boy Money Moon. And then we heard, okay, you know, they were kind of so-so on Friday's practice. Well, right. when I was looking at them today, I thought the quarterbacks were just okay, just from my opinion. But I will say, we're in a way better situation with our quarterbacks in camp this time around than we were last season when we had that Foles versus Trubisky duel which I didn't really call much of a duel. <laughs> You're right. We're in a better position than we were before. The one of the things that I like about what you just said there, Perez, our quarterbacks, they weren't great today. They were okay. You're right. I mean, in drills, early on, they looked sharp. And then when the defense kicked in really hard, they didn't look so great. So I will give them credit from the standpoint they, they hung in there, they battled, though. So I'm with you there. But one of the things I will say that I like, Perez, Justin Fields, the way he plays, the way he actually watches the game, because when Andy Dalton was actually out there playing, Justin Fields was out there talking to Nagy the entire time frame to learn anything he did wrong or what he can do better. I could tell because I could saw that he and Nagy was actually having dialogue the entire time frame. And matter of fact, Justin Fields had an up-close view to really see what Andy Dalton was doing. So there was some issues there, some concerns there, what he was doing wrong. He sure was getting his education at that point. I love to hear that because I noticed that too. Another thing I noticed about Justin Fields, and this is something that a lot of people have been talking about with him, well, he sure does throw a pretty-ass fucking deep ball, A-Dub. That thing looks beautiful when it goes up in the air, man. My God. Yeah, man. It does. It's a beauty, baby. It's a beauty. And uh, I want to see more of that. Yep. And also, too, one play that he that was made in this practice, and I have to talk about this because it went right into my notebook as soon as it happened. <laughs> During the team portion of the practice there, and Damian Williams got a pass over on, and he outran Roquan Smith. Now, we know Roquan Smith, who should have been all pro. We already know that. But he outran Roquan Smith. 
Now, you all think about that for a minute. There's not too many players in this league that are running Roquan Smith. So that gives you the idea of the type of speed that Damian Williams has out there on the football field. And, oh, my God, he is going to be a weapon in this offense, bro. Man, Prez, Damian Williams looked good. I was actually impressed with him. We got another one. All right, we own to something good here, Prez. We can keep that momentum going. And I'll tell you, man, he showed some good flashes out there. But one of the things I will throw out here, Prez, that you may have seen as well, we actually saw Money Moon playing a little bit on special teams. I felt good about that. Not sure about you, but I thought that was cool, man. I would much rather somebody else return those punts. Darnell Mooney is so important to this offense. I don't want to run the risk of him getting injured on special teams. I also want to see them limit Tariq Cohen back there. I mean, we also saw that they had C.J. Marable back there returning yeah. punts. In addition to Darnell Mooney, they had uh, Khalil Herbert back there returning punts. So they had a couple different guys back there that they're kind of like trying to see what they what they could do with this. But I'm just going to say, I just don't want to see Mooney back there, man. I mean, okay, fine. If you're, if you're just doing that for a training camp practice to just give him some reps, cool. But I don't know how I feel about him returning punts in a live game. I don't know. That's just me. Fair enough, man. It was the observation that I saw there. I'm like, is this guy getting more reps out there? It looked interesting because I saw what he took off. <laughs> I was like, okay, he actually got off some good burst out there. So I don't know what that means, though, but it's something to look at. Now, I will say this, since you brought that up, because I did really enjoy watching that punt return group work. And so, audience, I want to just give you guys a quick rundown on what they do. So the punter kicks the ball up, puts a little hang time on it. Now, while the player is trying to focus on catching the ball, there are assistants out there that are throwing medicine balls in their way to simulate someone running at them, right? Right. So now they have to worry about catching the ball, dodging the medicine ball that's coming at them, so one of the assistants with Darnell Mooney, he dodged one of the medicine balls, but then another guy takes a medicine ball and throws it at him and just levels Darnell Mooney. It was kind of funny. <laughs> it was kind of funny. <laughs> it was. Knocked my boy off the square, man. I had a good laugh about that. I was like, hey, come on, Money Moon. Don't let these guys try to do you in like this. But it was funny, Prince. It really was. <laughs> he got up. He was, he was like, man, I'm going to box you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But it was some really cool things out there watching that. Another cool thing that I wanted to get to, and, and this is just back to talking about Justin Fields for a second. I noticed that he has a really nice connection with the new tight end that we have. So Jesse James. Yesterday's practice, they talked about he had a nice throw to him. But today's practice, he made another really strong throw to Jesse James on the scene for a first down. And that was a beautiful throw. It was, Prez. I'm like, hey, I guess um, Justin Fields done figured out a new weapon. I said, okay, I like this. But you're right. It was an excellent throw, man. A good read by Justin Fields at that. He kind of read the defense very well, made an excellent throw. Yes, sir. So, yeah, Jesse James, that's somebody we talked about on the last episode. He's making his case already to lock down that third tight end role on the roster, man. So he flashed out there, and he's been looking really damn good, man. Yeah, Perez. Yes, he did. And the other guy thought it looked pretty cool, Perez, out there, man. The way he practiced was good with practicing and getting throws while he's on his knees, catching passes that way. And those kind of things like, hey, the ball is not always come to you perfectly, but knowing the fact that it can come off a little bit like that, you know, not perfect, and you got to be able to still catch it if it touches your hands. So he was out there really getting some work in, man, early on. Yeah, I think when, when I saw him out there, he was getting some work in before the practice even started. He was getting some jugs work in. He was over there doing that. Darnell Mooney was out there doing that. And that's the type of stuff that you like seeing guys out there getting that extra work in before practice even starts. Even Khalil Herbert was out there doing that as well. Yep. 
Absolutely. So I appreciate those guys doing that, man. It just shows that these are some hardworking kids, man, or young guys. I will say I wouldn't even call them kids. They putting that work in that press. Mm-hmm. One person I just named, and I, I just have to say this, Khalil Herbert, that is a huge human being, man. For him to be a running back, did you see the size of his lower body, A-Dub? He will light your ass up. Man, you see the way he runs for his? I was like, man, he's very strong. You can see, right? Like you said, that lower body press, he got some strength, man. He can just run through some guys. But the way he's running, making some cuts, I was like, yes, yeah, it's, it's a good one here, man. So I, I like him, though, Perez, no doubt. Yeah, man, he's going to run with some power and some authority, man. I can't wait to see him, man, in some live action, bro. My goodness. My goodness. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm with now, you. Somebody else that I have to bring up. And so we talked about on the last episode, Tariq Cohen. He's on the pup list along with Daz Newsom. So we talked about that punt return drill that was going on. Tariq Cohen and Daz Newsom were there, and they were taking mental notes. And you saw Daz Newsom and Tariq both mimicking what the guys were doing when they were catching. So you could tell they were both locked in. My feedback when I looked at Tariq Cohen out there is that motherfucker got jacked, dude. Tariq Cohen is in incredible shape right now. You could tell he attacked his rehab. That man is in great shape, and I can't wait to see him out there on the field this season. Prez, I'm with you, man. He looked good, brother. <laughs> he really does. And it looks like he may not be slowed down by that injury, man, at, at all. So I'm looking forward to this. I really am. Well, well, we'll see. We haven't seen him on the field. I'm just talking about him just from a fitness level, and he looks in great shape, man. But we'll see. Like As we mentioned in the last episode, we're going to work him into things slowly and gradually, but we'll see what right. Absolutely. From the face value, right, for his face value, just looking at him, you don't think anything is wrong. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Let's see how we act, what he does on the field, and start doing some of those drills out there. Yes, sir. One of the things that I had on this was I'm thinking about a player from last season that got limited reps, didn't get a lot of playing time out there, and that was Travis Gibson. And he's someone in the earlier part of the offseason who I said, I think he's going to be set up to have a more expanded role now on this defense. And I will tell you, with some of the questions that are surrounding Robert Quinn, with him being durable, with just his performance out there on the field, depth at that edge rusher position is going to be super important. And I will tell you one thing. When I watched Travis Gibson out there on the practice field today, I was impressed with his reps. You could tell that this kid has developed. And he has made a really strong impression, especially with some of the stuff that I saw him doing today. He had another tackle for loss today. He also did the same thing in yesterday's practice, and he is flashing out there. So that's somebody that really has impressed me. Yeah, Perez, you can see the growth in him, man. He may have a good role this year, for sure. I'm looking forward to seeing him, you know, get get some more opportunities out there, Perez, in general, when it comes down to, you know, the season get here and all that stuff. But, man, right now, so far, Perez, I would say so far, so good, man. I hope he continues on that tear right there. But one thing I will say to you, Perez, uh, what I also thought was a good takeaway that we saw today, man, was Cole Commit. Cole Commit is a big guy. Very strong, man. You see him go out there, man, and run, Perez. He got some very good hands, man. And I know we talked about separation, Perez. He, he can get a little bit of a separation and know how to use his height very well, man, and get up and make catches. So I like what I saw from him today. When people was making those comments about Cole committing, not getting any separation, I'm like, you people don't know anything about football. Because I'm like, he's a football player. He's going to get it done. When I heard some of the stuff that he talked about, what he learned from tight end you that he went to, and the feedback that he was getting from Kelsey and all these top tight ends in the game, I'm like, man, all y'all need to do is watch 85, watch him work, because he's going to get it done this season for us. Yeah, man, he's going to get it done, Perez. 
But man, that guy looked good in those kind of plays, man. And I think this coming season, we're going to utilize him a lot more. I can tell, man, because he looks very strong and look ready for this season. Yes, sir. Well, the last thing that I have before we get out of here on this episode is obviously with Tevin Jenkins and Jermaine Effetti both out right now. We mentioned in the last episode that Effetti is out with the hip flexor. So right now we got Elijah Wilkinson, who was the free agent pickup, and Lachavius Simmons, who was drafted last year in the seventh round. They were both getting work at the tackle positions. So now you have some younger guys that are getting some valuable reps right now. So I would just say it's giving these guys some opportunities to, to get some time, get some experience going against Khalil Mack and, and that defensive line. But I will say to my point that I made earlier, one of the reasons why Dalton and Fields just look so-so today is because the defensive line controlled the line of scrimmage in all of the team sessions today. Yes, they did. And, Perez, what I also saw in addition to that is that we did a lot of running the football. We did a lot of that more than passing the football. So I thought that may have, may have played a small part in it, but you're right. That defense was very strong today, man. They weren't playing any games. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As far as injury updates, listeners, Javon Wims appeared to have an injury at the practice today. I'm not sure exactly of the severity of it, but I did see him walk off under his own power. That was one of the other notes that I had from the practice session. No update yet on that injury, or at least as far as I understand now. But as we uh, learn more information on that, we'll definitely keep you guys posted. And one of the things, Perez, out there, you know, we saw Bojack out there, too. He came late, you know, out there on the field really late to really get involved in some things, some activity. He didn't do much at all, but it was just good to see him out there supporting the team and also throwing the football a little bit and playing around with the team a little bit, you know. So I like that, what I saw from him. Yeah, I mean, it's just good from camaraderie. He came out there and he was definitely not just the throwing the ball around, but I was noticing that Daz Newsom was out there catching passes and he was coaching them up. And I think that that's important from that veteran and Bojack being one of the leaders on this team of being out there and showing some of that leadership. So it was huge to see him out there in that type of role. That's so, a very good point, man, that leadership. It, it really did show today for sure. Yes, sir. Listeners, we hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. We had to get this out there to you guys because he said, you know what? If we get out there to practice, we got to turn around and do another episode. But with that being said, you get this episode, so you're going to have to wait a week before you hear from us again. So our next episode is going to be the week of August 8th. But we definitely hope you enjoyed this episode. A-Dub and I had a blast in Hallis Hall. And A-Dub, I can't wait to get back out there to Hallis Hall again. And also, I can't wait to the first preseason game, man, that we and you go to. Man, I am looking forward to that preseason game, friends. I'm really ill, man. To see these guys, man, ready to go. So I'm looking forward to going with you, man, having a great time with you as well, my brother. Yes, sir, man. Hey, as always, this is a dope-ass episode, and we are out. Thanks for listening to the Very Senses Podcast. You can find this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. We appreciate your continued support of our podcast. Bears Nation, come down with us.